You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go downstairs and inside the coach's office. You know, my mind is on our team. Right before tip-off, here's David Locke with head coach Quinn Snyder. It's the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show. Welcome back, Vivian Smart Home Arena. Jazz back at it after a few days off against the Orlando Magic. It's time for the Quinn Snyder Coaches Show with head coach Quinn Snyder. Joe Ingles' last five games took a larger role with Mike Conley out. What did you notice from him? What did you see from his play in those circumstances? Well, I think, you know, one of the things that Joe does very well is he makes plays and makes plays for other people um, and for himself as well. It, it, and I, I think what, you know, what, what, part of what, you know, I've said this as far as us trying to kind of figure out how everybody fits together, you know, if Joe's in the game, um, at certain times with Donovan, with Mike, um, those two guys also handle the ball and make plays. Boyan less so. Boyan's more scoring. Um, but in Joe's case, with Mike out, him handling the ball more, I think got him in a little bit of a rhythm. Um, and that carried over into his shooting um, where he just he wasn't thinking about his shot. So he'll continue to have opportunities to do that. You know, we've... Um, I won't say tinkered. We've, we haven't tinkered. We've changed um, a lot of things over the course of the year as far as, you know, we haven't changed the starting lineup per se. Um, that's happened due to injury at various times, but we've changed a lot of times who's playing with whom. And, you, you know, you, you learn about, you know, we know Joe, obviously, but you're learning about Joe with Boyan. You're learning about Joe with Rudy. Joe played significant minutes last year. Um, during the middle of the game when he was playing that role with Derek Favors. So um, they're, they're learning about each other as well. And more than anything, um, rather than analyzing that situation too much because it's one that we're kind of aware of already, um, but it was good to see Joe get on track. And that's how we need him to play no matter who's, who he's in the game with. It, it doesn't it shouldn't be dependent um, as far as him attacking and him shooting the ball with confidence. He wasn't turning shots down, and that's something we need him to, to not do, not turn him down. This has been a spotlight on Mike Conley since he got here. There'll be one again today with him returning to the lineup. What are you looking for from Mike? Well, I think, you know, if I had my way, I'd, I'd turn the spotlight off um, because I think and it must be interesting for him to be somewhere for 12 years and not have his play kind of put through the meat grinder, you know, every game. Um, people, if Mike Conley had a bad game in Memphis um, four years ago, Mike Conley had a bad game, and no one talked about it. It just was part of it. You know, it may be relative to something that happened in the game. I think he's probably had more attention on his play here, um, you know, over the course of 30 games, you know, pushing that, than he has over the course of the last three years. Um, and my biggest thing for him is not to get focused on any results and he doesn't have to play well for anybody um, he just needs to keep being himself and trying to learn the things he has to do to help this team win and 
Um, the rest of that stuff will take care of itself. One of the fun parts of this game is when there's unique teams that come in. Orlando's pretty unique in the way they run off-ball screens. Mm-hmm. What does that present? How do you have to deal with it? Well, it fits their personnel um, because they have you know some bigs and they have two guys in Fournier and Ross um, who are you know in the game together, but also apart at times where they can really go to those guys, um, and it. it it presents challenges and that it is different, as you said. Um, I think it puts pressure on, you know, wing defenders to, to not fall asleep because those guys are coming off screens hard. Um, you know, you have to pressure the ball in some respects. I think um, if you have like Fultz out there who may not be a three-point threat as much as he's a driver, there's a tendency to back off him, and that makes it really easy for him to pass. So um, there's some things that are a little counterintuitive, um, and, and your bigs have to be ready to help. Um, you have to be ready to switch when you need to um, and just not fall asleep because it's a different type of action. Coach, thank you very much. Thanks a lot. That's head coach, Quinn Snyder. Let's go here from Steve Clifford on the other side. Hey. Looking at your teams over the years, you when the world was like switch, 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 you didn't switch quite as much. Now the world's come back. Why do you think that it's standing back away from well, switching I think, defense? I think, uh, you know, I mean, we switch as much as we can. I mean, I, I think that you switch... Uh, any action that you can switch uh, that doesn't create a significant matchup problem. And um, I think that, uh, you know, I'd say it this way. I coached in college for a long time. In college, it's about getting open shots. In the NBA, it's matchups. You know, you want your better players, like, for instance, and the numbers would usually bear this out, you want, you know, I'd rather have uh, a better player taking a semi-contested shot than a mediocre player taking an open shot. And um, it's because of the age of the players, their experience level, and their exceptionality. So I think the NBA has always been more of a matchup league. The rules, when they change the rules, it changed that. Uh, but it still gets back to at the end of the game, you know, like if you're playing these guys, you want the right guy on Donovan Mitchell or it's a problem. And so I think that's where the switching part is switching. But you look at Milwaukee, but doesn't want they switch anything. They're playing old school 15 years ago defense, and they're the best defensive team. And what there's a lot that you give up, you know, which I think is part of it. You know, Michael, when you play... That was your guy, you know. That was your guy, and I think the switching takes a lot of that away. Apologies, I probably haven't watched you enough, but if you look at the numbers, you're you know in the twenties offensively, and then the low teens are even you know better. And then the last two weeks, it's completely flipped. How come? And which team are you? Well, that's been part of a problem. I think get, getting you know that was also without Vooch. Yeah, which and, you know right. everybody thinks he and he and he will help our offense tremendously. He also helps our defense tremendously. And one of our problems has been uh, more turnovers, both forced and unforced. Which you know again the way the league is now it rocks you. The other thing is our defensive rebounding numbers haven't been good, and that's where I think we've missed him as much as anything. 